Toasties. This is your favorite paranormal podcast, Ghosted, Roasted, and Toasted. I'm Ash. I'm Elena. And I'm Annabelle. Where we explore, investigate, and discuss all of our ghosted adventures while sharing our specially designed cocktail for the night. Come laugh and drink along with us in our misadventures. And feel free to roast us along the way. I'm Annabelle. I'm the one who got us into this shit. I'm Ash. I never wanted to do this shit in the first place. And I'm Elena. I love this shit. Just a quick disclaimer. We are a rated R podcast. If you're uncomfortable with cursing, sexual content, and a dark sense of humor, now is your time to back out. If you are cool with that, then let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back, Toasties, to our second episode, uh, part two of the Myrtle's Plantation. And just as a reminder, our cocktail for the night is the Cajun French Martini. It was the signature drink from the Saint Bar, the Saint Bar in St. Francisville. So once again, the recipe for this is one part vodka, Chambord, which is a raspberry liqueur, pineapple juice, shaken and strained, topped with champagne. Which there's a shortage of right now. There's a shortage of champagne? Yes. Who's out there celebrating? No, it's on the cargo ships. It's the cargo ships. The champagne is on the cargo ships? Yes. So there's a shortage of champagne right now. Let's yeah. start a riot. Right? Okay, well, you know, maybe don't drink this drink Look, with champagne. Maybe the kids don't need toys for Christmas, but we need champagne. Cham- you think I'm going to wake up not hungover on Christmas Day? <laughs> right. That does not sound like fun. Okay, so we are going to go over the second part of the Myrtle's Plantation, which is the experiences that Annabelle, Ashley, and I had uh, our second trip. And we came locked and loaded this time. Ashley, what was the gear we had again? I had told one of my coworkers about the trip that we went on, my coworker at the time. Shout out, Chris. And he's like, oh, my God, me and my friends do this on the side, too. And I was like, seriously? He's like, yeah, next time you go, let me know, and I'll give you some of the gear that we have. I didn't. I was not prepared for the gear that he was about to give us. Do you remember this? He gave us like full We yes. came in like we came in like Ghostbusters. Like yeah, full we did. tactical vests that had at least like 15 pockets on this shit. I think we had three cameras, two that did night vision goggles. We had laser pointers, we had flashlights, we had multiple EMF readers. We had temperature takers so we could check for uh, cold spots. That's right. I forgot about the temperature We had tripods. Because remember, we had such a crazy experience with Elena and I sleeping that we set the podcast up. Podcast. No. We set the camcorder up to record. Tripods. Tripods. We set the tripods up to record us sleeping again to see if the bed was made on top of us or if we were talking. Then do you remember what happened with that footage? Nothing. Nothing happened. It's not that nothing happened, it's that it uh, didn't record it. It started to record, and then it went fuzzy, and then out of memory. Oh, that's right. And, and we had nature was completely, it was supposed to record up to eight hours, wasn't it? It was a brand new memory card. Mm-hmm. We had also brand left the camcorder on the Ouija board in the room, which we had a cabin. Yeah. We left it pointed at the Ouija board the whole time we took the tour, just in case... Yeah. Something came through while we were gone. Yeah. Again, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But the tour afterwards. Well, the grounds. We got a lot of stuff on the grounds. We just didn't get anything in the cabin this time. Yeah, that was really good. The first thing I think we got was by the porch where uh, Judge Woodruff gets shot at. Yeah. Can I tell this story? Yes. Tell it, please. Because it scared the crap out of me. It should have, and you kept provoking it, but go ahead. Yeah, so we're, so I'm in my full-fledged tactical vest looking like a freak. <laughs> and <laughs> like a Ghostbuster. Elena had an EMF reader, I had an EMF reader, and Annabelle had the cold spot temperature taker thing. 
and we start walking around the side of the house. Because you can walk anywhere on the grounds at Myrtle's. Um, you just can't walk inside the house when people are sleeping. But other than that, you have free reign of the, the whole property. So we're walking around the side of the house where Judge Woodruff was shot. That was the one who somebody rode their horse around and said, uh, gentleman in need of a lawyer. Woodruff came out, got shot in the stomach, made his way through the house and died on the stairs. So as we're walking, supposedly, as we're walking through the grounds, going around to that side of the house, Annabelle starts shouting out, man in need of a lawyer. And as she shouted that out, the EMF reader spike went from green all the way to all the way to red. Oh, it's right. It was buzzing. It was like vibrating. Yes. And then remember, it just kept bouncing. Instead of staying Mm -hmm. on red, it was like. Go And it wouldn't go to yellow. It would just stay in red and, like, just bounce back and forth violently. Mm-hmm. And Annabelle kept, like, provoking it on, saying, man in need of a lawyer, is that you? Is that you, Woodruff? And it just kept bouncing back and forth to red. And then Annabelle, or Elena, what did you say again? Girl, I, it's been, like, what, six years it's been a while. I'm sure I said, I'm sure I've said some stupid shit because I like to get like provoke and like antagonize. I was, sure it was just something dumb. My eyes were bugging out and I was like, oh, let's go. <laughs> Where'd it go? <laughs> Annabelle's like, do you want us to leave? And it went straight down to green and straight back up to red. Yes. And every time we would try to leave, it would go up to red. Like it was get the hell out of here. Mmm. So then we, we did check. Now, mind you, we're on we're on grass grounds. Like when we say grounds, it is like it is just grass. it's just yeah, yeah, it's just the yard. yard. So although there could have possibly been some electrical interference, like when you're in houses and stuff with the wiring, or you're walking down the street, there could be wires that are ran underground, and all that's still possible on I guess this ground. But we had two EMF readers, and only this one was going off. So even when I sat beside where Ashley was sitting or standing and she was getting it, mine wasn't going off the same way. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain that one. You know what I remember about that particular situation with two things. One was that I don't think he died on the 13th stair. I think he died on the porch. My medium psychic ability was kicking. And I said, I don't think he died on the stair. He died on the porch. And at that point, we did get like a spike in the EMF. Like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. That's yeah. right. And then the, do y'all remember that there was a younger couple? We ended up talking to them in the courtyard later. I think they were from Shreveport. Remember? Oh, that's right. Um, they were a young couple and they were kind of right in front of us. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but Ashley kind of took off running because she got so, you know, like scared. <laughs> So she was running, we all, a little short girl running with like 50 pounds of ghost gear on her chest. Just all you hear is the trying to run away. So we're all kind of like sprint running, right? And then they see us. And so then they holler and start sprint running. And everybody's like, why is everybody running? And no one had any idea why to this day. Because Ashley got scared. It's scared. I got scared. I got scared. I saw another, you know what happened? I saw another motherfucking black cat after that one said hello to me last time. And I was like, not today, bitch. Not motherfucking today. And I'll boot my ass out of there. Just don't kick this one and it should be okay. I never kicked the fucking cat. (laughs) I lightly tapped the kitty with my foot so he wouldn't come in and you girls could come in. I would never kick a cat. Oh, she's a cat kicker. Oh, she kicked it straight across the yard. I did not. She don't fucking tell me. Pete, PETA people are going to fucking come after me because you just want to exaggerate the story. <laughs> <laughs> Elena, exaggerate? Hey, but Ashley, true or false, do you or do you not have anger issues? I plead the fifth. Let the jury note that she did not deny nor did she confirm, but she did Why not deny that she's asking she is- Ashley. Let's ask Ian. Yeah, get Ian on the podcast. Let's get Ian in uh, here. Ian's not available at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because she kicked him across the yard. Look, right let, for Ian. hey, you know what though? I have found Zen Ashley these last few years, and you can't tell me 
that 20-year-old Ashley and 33-year-old Ashley, the anger level is the same. Because it's not... Some would say it's been repressed. She has mellowed. There are just those times where, uh, you know... When 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 crazy Ashley comes out. Hey, and it's when it's fucking warranted. <laughs> just saying. True. True. There's times when this Ashley needs to come out. I got your back. Crazy Ashley comes out when crazy Ashley needs to be there. But then corporate America Ashley has suppressed. <laughs> crazy bitch Ashley. Hashtag politically correct Ashley. You know how she's honed in on her anger issues? Is that first she types out her email in like a crazy bitchy way. Like, listen here, bitch. You're fucking pissing me off. I'm going to come over to your desk. I'm going to grab you by your hair. I'm going to punch you in the fucking face. And then she deletes it and she goes, per my last email. <laughs> Ashley is the best at those emails. The ones that start with, per my last email. <laughs> or, or the... If you I will reread our last email. I believe we have already discussed this in the past. However, to reconfirm what we have previously talked about, I was going to do this and you were going to do this. If you need me to help you with X, Y, and Z in order to complete the project, I have no problem doing that. However, we need to find a way to alleviate my bandwidth for me to be able to help you do your portion Ooh. of the job. She has keywords. What is with this new word bandwidth? I feel like everyone uses it's like the new it's the new word. The it trendy is the new word. word. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm really good at it. Ask my friend Heather at work. She always goes, Ashley, I need you to write an email for me. <laughs> no, I mean the word bandwidth. Like everyone seems to be using it now. Oh yeah. 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 So oh, I, yeah. I just don't have the bandwidth to do that at the moment. Oh yeah, that's corporate America. Cor- that's is that's it? corporate America speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are keywords. Drives me crazy at work. Oh, is it one yeah, of those Yeah, if you don't use those keywords, you sound like an idiot. Let's mm. circle back. I'm like, let's circle I need, back to I need this. a list of keywords. Yeah, I'm I... not circling back for nothing. <laughs> we can put a pin in that for will, now and we can circle back to I will that put later. A pin, correct. I will put a pin in it and we can have a discussion at a later time at your convenience. <laughs> See, I'm not corporate America, so I'm sitting here. I thought Ashley was really telling us to put a pin in it and we'll circle back to it later. So they're going like, oh, okay. I didn't realize you guys were talking about lingo in corporate America because I've never worked corporate America. You'll get there. I was literally, I was literally like, "Mom, she just said we'll circle back. Why are you keep go? Why are you, why are you still going?" And then I realized, it was, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm just dumb." Can we circle back right now to Myrtle's real quick? Yeah, we'll circle right back on. So when from when we were walking with Woodruff, I don't know if you guys remember this, but as we turn away and we start walking away, and my EMF reader starts going down to green. I start laughing hysterically out of pure fear of what just happened. And my brain is telling me to laugh so I don't cry. (laughs) Good response. And it went back up to red and stayed on red. Do you remember that? And you're like, Ashley, you're pissing him off. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, Ashley, stop pissing him off. And it went back down to green, and I was like, I'm done with this shit. I'm never fucking doing this shit again. And fucking ten years I, later, I'm over here on a goddamn podcast with you bitches. I think that was the point where you started, like, high-stepping it. That might have been it. started high-stepping. Well, I actually, I think it might, at that point, we might have been over at the groundkeeper's house when all this started going down. Well, not the Woodruff stuff, but when Ashley got spooked and like when she was like, I'm, I'm just done. I'm done for the night. I think it was right. by the groundkeeper's house, which is really interesting because I don't, it wasn't Ghost Adventures. It was another investigation show that investigated Myrtle's plantation. And that's where they have like the, the thing being pulled on the side table. Like oh, the little... uh, that's the one with Jason and Grant. I forget the name of Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I want, you know, you can stay in the groundkeeper's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They say a lot of good stuff happens there. Yeah, I would love to stay in the groundkeeper's house next. It's tiny, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because you say groundskeeper. Let's just say that in quotations. I think for... The head slave of the time. I can't confirm that. I don't know. Yeah. Hello, Google. There are a lot of cats at Myrtle's. There's a lot of cats at Myrtle's. They were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of cats. So we sat in the courtyard for a while. There is a very distinctive picture of Chloe that somebody caught from the courtyard looking towards the gift shop. So we kept trying to see if we could, you know, see any movement or, Mm -hmm. and I don't believe that we did. 
The best stuff we got was with Woodruff. Yeah. Or Woodard. Woodruff. It's Woodruff. Woodruff. Yeah. It's Woodruff. Yeah. I'm not forgetting that name. Yeah. Do you remember we couldn't keep the heat or the cold at a correct temperature? That's in what the happened cabin? to us the first time, too. And, and I we think we were in two different cabins. I was going to say, I thought we stayed in the same cabin. I'm positive we stayed in the same cabin. We stayed in the cabin. Oh, no, you're right. We stayed in the cabin that was to the left of our, or right of our original cabin. So we there's did. four. We were in, this time we were in two. The second one we were in three. Or the first one we were in three. This is when we were in two. I would I just remember that when you're looking at the cabins, we were to the right of the one where the earring went missing. And the girl next door, as we were leaving the next day, said that her earring went missing. Oh, that was, uh, that was us. I couldn't remember if it was us or it was one with Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then she didn't she find it in some weird location she hadn't even like been prior to that or something? I I don't know. I just remember her coming out and being like, Did y'all have any jewelry missing? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't know. No. But we the did. care the caretaker's quarters fits four. Oh it does. Oh. That's fit okay. four. I'd love to stay in that next time. Yeah. I want to stay in the main house. Yeah. But the three of us have to stay in a room together, and I don't think that's possible. No. No, the, the main house can only hold um, two. Yeah. So we did do a spirit board, mm-hmm. even though they don't allow Again, it. disclaimer, don't mess with spirit boards unless you understand how to protect yourself. Correct. And we did. And we did get some things. We, we kept getting um, the letter F. We believe that it was a equestrian caretaker, and he was around 13. He gave us the age 13. Um, he kept giving us the letter F, I believe, because he couldn't spell his name, but he knew that phonetically mm-hmm. his name started with that sound yeah. or that letter. Mm-hmm. We seem to run into that issue a lot in the South, especially in these older haunted locations where they don't seem to be very literate. And so it just always makes you wonder, child... Someone who just was never had the like had the the rights to read, you know. Yeah. And I kind of got the same. I, this one I got child, obviously. Then he was thirteen, and yeah, he said he was a boy. Mm-hmm. Said he was thirteen. Name started with an F. I think we called him Frank, just for yeah, because I think he said yes when we asked that name. Mm-hmm. We asked him if he knew Chloe. He said yes that he was there when Chloe was there. Mm-hmm. We did get the letter C, but I think we came to the conclusion that it wasn't Chloe. Yeah. That, that who wasn't who was coming through. No. And that one, I, if I remember correctly, for whatever reason, that one seemed to get very aggressive and it wouldn't leave. And yeah. then um, it was like lying constantly. And so we tried to, with a Ouija board, this is not the only thing you need to do, so don't take this as the only way to be protected. You have to get them to say goodbye. A hundred percent. Do not leave that board. Don't let anybody leave until that spirit goes to goodbye. And I think we fought with it we for did. 15 minutes before it finally gave up and it went to goodbye. And you had to yell at it and tell it that we were we were done here. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't get the heat to work properly. We were freezing the entire time. Mm-hmm. I think we went in March. Actually, I think... I think... It, yeah. It was either March or April because your dad and I had mm. we're going through issues. Yeah. My life fell apart. It's fine. Just kidding. Shots. Shots motherfucking fire. That's also uh, that's also turning into a catchphrase. Me just going shots fucking fired. Shots fired. <laughs> we went and ate at that little cafe in St. Francisville. The Magnolia Cafe yeah. has the, I don't know if it's still around anymore, but in the time, they had the best po'boys around. Mm. Oh my gosh. I had I the did. French dip. Oh, so good. And I had we the sat shrimp out by the big tree. Yeah, the shrimp po'boy was really good. If you ever get a chance to tour St. Francisville, they have this really old cemetery that I'd like for us to go back and look at. Yeah. St. Francisville is just a beautiful town. It is super cute. Is it? It's kind of near Lake Pontchartrain, isn't it? No. No, it's on. Oh, it's on. It's on the Chafalaya. Yeah, that's how this whole inside joke became. Mississippi. No, nope, it's the Chafalaya. Okay. Because I remember you calling me and Ashley, like, "Hey, where are you?" And we're like, "Oh, we're by the Atchafalaya." Ouch. And you were like, "The what?" And Ashley's like trying to sound it out. And she's like, "Atchafalaya." Yeah, yeah, Atchafalaya. Yeah. Mom's like a Chafalaya. And Ashley's like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> I'm like, that is not how you phonetically say this word. <laughs> and you're in Louisiana, so we say it how we want. <laughs> I learned that through the years. So I've got Arapo. Ash has got 
Atchafalaya. What's yours? We gotta find a city for you. I don't know. I'd say lava, but you're saying it technically right. So <laughs> lava. Lava. I still, I still can't say it. I can't say it. It just lava sounds wrong. Hot springs. You know what? Our poor, our poor listeners are probably gonna get tired of us saying lava because I think it was Masker Rocks we talked about lava too when he explained <laughs> that it's lava, not lava. Um, and then they're going to hear it again in the, the Lava Hot Springs In episode. And now we're talking about it again. I'm sorry. You just get, you yeah, know what? We're merch. just conforming you to the idea that it's called lava. Hey, you know what? More merch ideas. And to say, it's like instead of Leviosa. Yeah. Oh, it's lava, not lava. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, that speaking that of old cemeteries, and this doesn't have to relate to myrtles, but do you remember our trip to Natchitoches? Oh, I yes. loved it. That's when I, Ashley proposed to me. No, I proposed to Ashley. You proposed, you proposed to, to me. Have pictures. I did. I was on hand and foot, hand and foot, hand and knee. What the hell? I don't know. I was on my knee. <laughs> One I, knee, not two knees this time. I, I took pictures. It was a beautiful moment. Down by the river. Down by the river. Uh, yeah, in Natchitoches. Oh, that's, so a lot of people don't know how to Bell or say Natchitoches. Oh yeah, they call it Natchitoches or Nac- or they look like like Natchitoches or mm-hmm. something like that. But it's Natchitoches. But we went to that old cemetery mm-hmm. over two hundred years old. We found some graves in there that was in seventeen hundreds. They had a Confederate yeah. soldier uh, tombstone. It had like the beautiful little emblem that goes on on them. Yeah. Way cool. Uh, also, Natchitoches is where Steel Magnolias was filmed. Mm. And you can actually stay at the hotel. There's a bed and breakfast, not a hotel. Where they filmed Still Magnolias. It's really nice, but there are a lot of beautiful bed and breakfasts in Natchitoches. It's a beautiful town. It really is pretty. So that's further north in Louisiana. And that one is on the Mississippi River. Yes. Red that River? That one is on the Red River. Red River. I can't get anyone right. <laughs> I yeah, just agreed with you. I was like, it's a river. <laughs> it's a river. <laughs> it's a river, but it's a beautiful, beautiful city. And they have these Christmas lights that you can do. It's just, it's just really pretty. But that cemetery was amazing yeah we found so many cool things there do you remember like we found the mom and then like five of her children and they were the days after each other yes of, i think it was all i want to say it was turkey blue no maybe it was yellow fever it wasn't it was yellow fever mm. yeah and you could tell that it was yeah like the whole family it was so sad yeah it's rough like reading those um tombstones i found a yeah, tree so to climb in Ooh, that, it was over 200 years old. That tree was over 200 years old that y'all climbed in. Yep, Beautiful. of course, naturally, Ashley had to touch it. That's right. Uh, she's a tree climber. She has a weird fetish about climbing trees. It's not a fetish. It's a love, okay? Oh, That's okay. right. Get it right. I don't want to fuck the tree. I just want to hug the tree. <laughs> I would hope not. That's That's weird. not the kind of wood that I'm looking for. But oh, boom. That. I'm I, so you know proud what? This of is why Ashley's our comedic relief. <laughs> I'm the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Natchitoches is beautiful. St. Francisville is beautiful. The Myrtles Plantation has so much history. So I, I heard rumor okay. Okay. that Oprah was going to stay at Myrtles. Oprah did stay at Myrtles. Let me tell you the story. It's quite oh, interesting. Okay. She did stay at Myrtles. That's mm-hmm. right. Did she, though? Yes. I think... I don't remember what TV show was going to do a, like a, it was almost like a lifetime story of Chloe. It might have been Lifetime that was going to do a lifetime story <laughs> of Chloe. Possibly. Maybe HBO. Wow, I don't know. That'd be so weird. Lifetime <laughs> and Lifetime. Who would have thunk it? Anyways, so they hired Oprah Winfrey to play Chloe, which is kind of odd, but I, th- I want to say it might have been early 90s that this happened because Chloe was young. So I yeah. think they picked someone, they, they did, I don't, maybe they were just trying to steer clear of how young she was just for you know, yeah. triggering issues. But the headmistress's room, the headmistress, like it's a print, it's not a school, the, the wife's room, it's her day room, where she slept when she would go and change her clothes during the day into lighter clothes so that she could go up the stairs. But women napped a lot back in the day. Hashtag relatable. Oh, so I if you don't know, honestly, the architecture from these, like the plantation homes is actually really fascinating. So like if you ever go into those old plantation homes, you look at the stair railing, stair railing, and on like the little banister, like like the first little knob, if there is a, a it, it's like marble or granite, but I think it's marble circle on top of it. You know what that means? That their mortgage is paid. Yes, and inside of that is the deed to the home. 
So they mm-hmm. roll it up and they stick it in there and they put a marble little thing over it. It's kind of a show of like Miss House has paid off. Also, you'll see two staircases in most of these old plantation homes. And that's because women weren't allowed to show their ankles. If, if they did and they were unwed and a man saw a girl's ankles, the right thing to do was to marry them. God forbid. Whew, the audacity. That is some racy stuff right there. <laughs> girls can uh, compared to the Compared to the mom that I saw the other day at the kid drop-off wearing the, bit, the, the crop top shirt and her booty shorts were so high that her ass was hanging out and her you could see her underwear. Oh, she was looking for kid number two. Well, oh, you know, gosh. maybe the right thing is for a man to see that in Marriott. Jesus. Uh, yeah, girl, <laughs> no Ashley, she's getting all huffy-puffy over there. Like she got better luck than me. I have, no re- I have no room to say. If I had the body, <laughs> I would too. Anyways, so the reason they have the two stairs is so that one man can take one side of the stairs and the other woman can lift up her dress and take the other side of the stairs. And typically there's like an ankle-high barrier so that when she does lift her dress, people who are walking past that or driving whatever past the house won't see her ankles. And then she can correct herself. And even when you go inside, typically there's two sets of stairs for the same reason if it's a very fancy home. So the reason going over this is to explain her day room. Her day room was for, because it's exhausting, wearing 90 pounds worth of clothes in Louisiana heat. And so... Oh, can't even imagine. And then heat rises. So naturally the coolest place in the house is going to be on the first floor. So she would go into her room. Her maids would change her, her servants, slaves... They would change her into a lighter gown. She would take a nap because she was exhausted from just living a, a her very best relaxed life. life. <laughs> it was hard times out there, you know, for someone who owned a plantation. Not really joking. Sarcasm. Anyways, so her bed frame, for insurance reasons, we're probably going to get sued. But her bed frame at Marl's Plantation is made out of 24 karat gold. The entire what? bed frame is made yeah. out of 24 karat gold. Did you not go into the, you didn't get to go into the day bedroom, did no. you? This was the tour with me and Ashley and Jessica. I think they had it closed off that day with us. Yeah. Um, yeah, the entire bed frame. It's, it's got the pillars and everything. It's 24 karat gold. And then she has her little, like, changing room where you can see from her breast up, but you can't see when she changes her skirt so you don't see her ankles because it was okay for her to bare her breast. It was not okay for her ankles to show. So if, if Mr. Woodruff or a guest did walk in and she was changing, there was no chances that her ankles would have been seen. How weird is that? It's so weird. Like, you can see my tatas, mm-hmm. but you can't see my ankles. Well, or cankles is my experience. <laughs> you know, what? what's considered sexual just has changed a lot over the times. And breasts at that time really was just kind of looked at like, that's how you feed your child. Or that's like, a, just like, yeah. a, you know, I don't know what it is about ankles. But, women udders. But, you know, I, I have thought about it. It's kind of like a th- women udders. It's so gross. Uh, I have thought about this. It's been like something that's been going through my head, especially with like how long we're going on wearing masks. You know, like, I wonder if over time, if we get so used to the idea of seeing people with masks, that the new thing that you shouldn't be exposing is your face versus your breasts, because we are becoming more acceptable with crop tops and shorty shorts where your butt's hanging out. But God forbid someone see you in a store without a mask on right now. It's for safety reasons. But what if over time it changes to being more, you're being scandalous. You know what I mean? You're, you're being exposing and and it's kind of weird to think. So it makes you wonder, like, is this part of those trends and how things change into a sexualized manner, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's a good, that's a good bring up. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so this room, um, they, I don't think they do the day tours. I think they might do the haunted tours, which is, we couldn't do the haunted tour together because it was too late in the evening or they weren't doing it on Sunday or something. Uh, and the reason being that they, their insurance is so high because that 24 karat gold and everything in the day room is authentic. It is from back when uh, Woodrow's first wife was living there and she wow. was the, the, the mother. So they, they limit how many people can go and see this room and they have to keep it locked. But they said it's very... So what's really fascinating about this room, all this furniture is really heavy. It is real oak wood. It is real... It's 24 karat gold. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not the heaviest gold, but it's it's heavy. You know, it's not, it's not still, light. <laughs> it's not freaking heavy. Come on. Um, a whole a bed big, frame. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There, the mirror is massive. It's huge. And they said every morning they have to go back in and put the furniture back in its original spot. Nobody goes in this room. It is locked. And only two people in the entire Myrtle's Plantation staff have a key. The owner and whoever is in charge, the manager, like that, the so manager. that makes me wonder if she's moving it back to where it actually went. Possibly, but they, I think that it changes all the time. But they said that if you're staying in the house, sometimes you'll hear the shuffling of furniture and when they, sure enough, when they wake up the next morning, they check the, the date room, all the furniture's moved. 
Who's moving? This is heavy wow. stuff. Now there is, they did say that there is to go, there is one room, one room in particular that you can only get to by going through the day room. And there's a staircase behind her bed that goes up towards a bedroom. And those, I think those people do have a key. She's like, but several times there's people not staying in that room so they don't have the key. And she's like, and the furniture will still be moved. So it's not like a guest is going down there and doing it. Uh, and I think to get that room is really expensive because of the high price of insurance to, to keep all those authentic stuff. So not a lot of people book it because a lot of people can't afford it. But so, going back to Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Yeah. So well, Oprah hold Winfrey. On. Hold on. I just read the website and it says Oprah never went there. It she said that talked her, about this on her show, didn't she? It said that it might have been on her show because an episode did pull up, but it said that her staff went to go and scout it out, but one of them got a chill, and so that's why she never stayed there. Because I okay, heard well, she wouldn't stay. Like, she maybe. went, but then didn't. Well, we can just tell the story that we were told, and if this yeah. is not factual, then that this is just what was told us by a tour guide, because right. that's true. Right. We're not lying on our end. If they're lying, that's on them. That's not on us. Right. Okay, so Oprah Winfrey. This is a story that we were told to be true from our tour guide. Cannot neither confirm nor deny. I've never spoken to Oprah Winfrey before in my life. But <laughs> me neither. But hashtag Oprah if you want to talk to me. My number is. Oh, <laughs> it'd be like interview like Prince Harry and uh, Meghan. Where it's oh. Meghan and is it Harry? Yeah. Yes. I can't keep up with the royals. It's like keep I up with the Kardashians. Meghan and Harry. Anyways. So the story that was told to us was that Oprah really wanted to get in character for who Chloe was, and she kind of wanted to get a feel of the house, and she's she's Oprah Winfrey, and they they trust her to stay in the day room because that would give her, like, a real... And she was supposed to be playing Chloe, from what I understand. And so she wanted to be in the house. She wanted to get a sense of, like, what it was like to live in this home and feel this home, and they put her in the day bedroom. And uh, sometime in the middle of the night, which I find really fascinating because it lines... And I didn't know this then, but I know this now. It lines up with what happened with me in the cabin with Jessica and Ashley, where she saw a womanly figure standing at the end of her bed, mm. and and it it looked like Chloe. She had the the, the wrap around her head, covering up her ear, uh, and she came towards her very aggressively, just like it came towards me. And that's when I felt like I dropped and I woke up, and the bed was made on top of me. Yeah, well, that's not what happened to Oprah. She rushed forward, her, but Oprah got so scared, or maybe it was one of her staff members. staff members, I think, and and the staff member got hurt somehow i think she like hit the the changing thing like the the, the things they use to cover up where it's like below her breast so she oh, could yeah. take her drop change her clothes or whatever um she got hurt and came running out and was like i will not stay here i will not stay here again like like it was so it freaked her out so bad so i think maybe it wasn't oprah maybe it was one of her staff members or maybe it was somebody else but there was somebody in oprah's crew yeah that that was and she and she swears to this day it was Chloe. It was exact description of her, and she was wide awake. It wasn't wow. like she woke up from a dream. She was in the middle of doing something, and and then she was like climbed into bed. She shut the lights, and I think she saw the figure then. And I the figures like race Forster. She tried to run out. She got hurt. I remember the story that you're talking about. Do you remember it the same? Because it's been a long time. So if I mess no, up, let me know. No, it it was remember they were doing like a dinner theme party. And they hired people to play the roles of, like, Woodruff, Chloe, something mm. or another, something or another. And they all had a room. And the person who was going to play Chloe was in that room getting dressed and getting, like, into character. And she had the candle lit, remember? That's it. Yes. Chloe My story's and- bullshit. Listen to Ashley's story. So, I can't remember which fa- which family. It was before they started using the plantation as, um, like, a bed and breakfast, if, if I remember. But... They were doing, like, a charity event, and so they had decided to do, like, a themed party at Myrtle's. So they Mm. hired actors to dress up as Woodruff and um, Chloe and some of the other uh, people who used to live in the house. And each one of them had a room, and the point of the party was to, like, go around and, like, interact with them, and they were supposed to be in character the whole time. Right. So, um... The woman who was supposed to be Chloe was getting dressed in the room that had the 24 karat bed. Yes. And um, the frame mm-hmm. uh, to, behind. and But the lights were off, so she was having to use a candle. And as she, like, lights the candle, she's in her whole Chloe garb, and she's trying to, like, get into character, right? So she's 
talking like Chloe, trying to get in the whole method acting. Method acting. And she says, the story that she tells is, she sees this, like, orb kind of float and then kind of start forming into a person. And it formed into Chloe in front of her. And Chloe smiled at her and went, shh. Oh, oh, no. And, and she was holding the candle out, like, away, like in front of her to try and see Chloe better, trying not to freak the fuck out. And <laughs> Chloe blew out the candle, and she fell back, hit herself on the, the standing thing, the, the get-dressed-behind thing. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. And Changing wall? Changing, yeah. And, and booked it out of the room. Like, got hurt, fell, ran out. But that's the only time someone has been... Hurt at Myrtle's, yeah. That's the only time someone's ever been hurt at Myrtle's. That's the story they tell about um, people getting... They're like, no one's been ever hurt. Like, well, yeah. except for this one time. I don't know. I, I would totally stay in the day room. But a room I don't know if I'd be able to stay in is the doll room. Do you remember the story of the doll room? Uh-huh. So... They, and I, we had a guest have their experience with the dolls, remember? We met someone on the in the patio. They No, it was, they weren't there. This was a story that they told us mm-hmm. after the tour. Because we were talking about wanting to stay in the room. And he was like, oh, okay, okay, well, let me tell you about this guy who, like, didn't believe me. That's right. Yeah. So the doll room has, I, is it one doll? I think it's just one doll. Maybe multiple dolls, but I want to say just one doll. There's three dolls in the picture of it on the website. Okay. All right. So, um, okay. So the doll room, I think would probably freak me out the most because there is dolls on the, the mantelpiece and you, they tell you when you stay in the doll room, do not touch dolls. Do not move them. They are in their spot. Don't antagonize them. Don't belittle them. Don't just don't mess with them. Almost ex- like pretend like they just don't exist is what they, they explained to you for the doll room. So this one couple, this one couple came in and the, the wife was a believer, wife, girlfriend, whoever the female was. She was a believer in all this stuff, and she absolutely wanted to respect this the the sanctuary of the house, you know. And uh, and the boyfriend she brought was a hardcore skeptic, didn't believe in any of this shit. So and he and the way he was described to us is like what we would now call to this day. He's got the fuck boy look, you know, the mm. hat on the side, saggy pants, don't give fuck. You can't you can't screw me. You know what I mean? Fuck boy. Um, so they get up to the room. And he goes to the doll on the mantle and he says, he grab. I want to say he, he takes it off for a second and he tells it like, you don't, you don't fucking scare me. And he like, he's like, he's like, it's just a stupid doll. And he puts it back and he leaves. And so the person who's telling us the story, yeah. I think he's the groundskeeper. He says, I like to call this move checkpoint one. He said, so that they leave the room for a little bit. They go to get lunch. When they come back, the doll has sh- shifted all the way to the other side of the mantle. That's checkpoint one. He's like, at that point, we know they're going to have a really rough night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they go into the, they, go, they come back from their lunch. They see the doll has moved. He still thinks it's bullshit. He's like, they must have come in here. They're just fucking with us. And he slides the doll back over to its location. And the girl, the wife or girlfriend is like, you know, I don't know. Like, that's kind of freaky. I just don't think they're going to do that. Because Mortals really doesn't like to play on the haunted stuff. Although there's haunted tours available that's not what they try to, and although I think they should, because I think they probably get more revenue that way, but that's my own personal opinion, kind of like the Stanley. They want to keep the integrity of the plantation just being a historical ground, you know, right. and a bed and breakfast. So, And remember, it, to get to their room, you had to go through a locked door mm-hmm. to get to a locked door staircase to go up the staircase to then go into their locked room. So there's the, three locked doors you have to go through. I yeah. forgot the doll room is what's in the day room that you have to get to. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so there's there's several steps you'd have to take. And again, only two, I think three keys exist. The owner, the grounds, like the groundskeeper manager person, and the person who's staying in the doll's room. That's the only three keys that exist. There's not any more. They have to keep it limited for insurance reasons. So it's not like someone's going up there messing with them. It's not like a janitor was in there dusting. Like there's no there's no access to this room outside of those three keys. So they come back through and they come back down. They tell them, like, somebody moved our doll. Real fucking funny. Like, it's not funny. Stay out of her room. Blah, blah, blah. So they tell them, we don't go into y'all's rooms. We respect y'all's privacies. This is not a game to us. What did you do? And she's like, well, he grabbed the doll and he 
told it like it doesn't fucking scare him. It's just a stupid doll. And he put it back and he was like, ooh, enjoy your night, guys. So- oh. <laughs> yeah, you dumb yeah, That's your up. second I, warning. I told you not to do it. Yep. So you done fucked up, boy. Yeah. So in corporate America, that was his nice way of saying, you're fucked. <laughs> Finger gun shooting. Finger gun. <laughs> oh, man. So they're like, we're just going to go out into the patio because that's kind of where you go to meet people and they're hanging out there. So at this point, Dahl moves to checkpoint two, which is now on the floor. It's Ooh. on the floor in front of like a, a, like either the fireplace or the antel just in front of the bed. I don't remember, but it's on the floor, but not super close to a bed, but just kind of in the middle of the grounds. And so they go back up there. I think they were like going to get ready for the night. They were going to get ready for bed. And uh, he, they, they walk in there. And again, the boyfriend's like, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up that it's here. I don't know how it made it down here. But again, they could just be fucking with us. The girl's not having any of it. She's like, babe, I'm scared. I'm freaking out. Like, this just doesn't seem normal. And he's like, it's just a stupid fucking doll. And so he puts it back on the mantle. They climb in bed. They shut the lights off. They're laying in bed. Everything seems fine. And then checkpoint three. They heard a, a plop. Oh. And they just stayed silent for a little bit. And then they felt the pressure of the doll on their bed. At one point. Like, yeah. And they said they didn't stay to Hell investigate. No. They ran right the fuck out, went to the, the only person who stays there to collect the keys if you choose not to stay, said, get us the fuck out of here. We're not coming back. And they left. And they, well, they, and they ended up, I think he said they emailed them the story later because they're like, what happened? He's like, we're not fucking talking about it. And then they had some time to decompress and they sent the email of what happened in the room. We would have had to get in the car and drive 15 miles down the road to pick up Ashley because she would have been like fucking Forrest Gump. You would have never, never seen me in my motherfucking life run as fast as I would as if a doll fucking flew across the room and landed on my bed. Fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, I messed the whole story up because I think what they heard was they heard the doll move from checkpoint one, checkpoint two, and checkpoint three. I think they heard the as it slid over the plop and then it was somehow on the bed. But Ashley would not be running. Ashley would be yelling at us. Who moved this fucking doll? Oh, right. Who moved this fucking doll? <laughs> That's how it would start. When we came back to the room the first time, be like, who moved the fucking doll? Because first <laughs> off, first off, if we ever did stay in this room, if, because literally that's the room that scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. If you ever somehow, somehow convinced my ass to stay in this room, if one of you bitches touch that fucking doll and it moves, I will end our friendship. I might end your life. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, she's serious. I'm laying it down right now. Like, nothing scares me more than creepy ass fucking dolls. Like, no way, bro. Oh, then wait till y'all hear my doll story from when I was a teenager. Be a good Halloween special. Yeah. Um, Like, I'm nervous right now. Like, my heart is like, like... No. Just thinking about it, yeah. 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 Kids toys freak me out. It's so funny, though, because I just, have any of y'all ever seen the movie Trick or Treat? The little, uh, like, spirit of Halloween Sam. He's oh, so, so cute, freaking cute. And so I went and got a dancing, well, it's not dancing, but it's like the sidestep for Sam. It's so freaking cute, but I keep thinking, I put him next to my Reagan doll, who also speaks from The Exorcist, and if you press her, she'll be like, I'm a the fucking devil. Like, she's <laughs> some really scary shit. Yeah, she didn't tell me she had that doll in her house when I went there last. That was really fun to find. I just keep waiting for the night that they start having a conversation together. Like, I get kind of in my head about it. The so, day if that shit happens when I'm up there in November, done. done. I'm gonna set, set it on fire. I'm set it on fire. I set the whole apartment on fire. I'm <laughs> just gonna burn that shit to the ground. Oh no. Nah, don't get mad at me when I take your doll outside. I get in your car and I run that shit over. <laughs> I'll pay she you the not, money that you spent on the doll. That's just worth a nah, I'll play it. I ain't doing that. Not nah, play it. I ain't doing it. Nah. That ain't today. Not today. Not today, Satan. I don't fuck with dolls. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So then we did, like, that was the rest of our trip, really. Uh,. At Myrtle's Plantation, we only spent one night there, and although we didn't get much in our cabin, we got a lot. We got some stuff on the grounds. Just really good stories from people who worked. But people were just ghost hunting all over the grounds. I think there was one point, maybe around two o'clock in the morning, that I got freaked out because I I saw a black shadow run across 
the grounds and mm-hmm. I'm staring at it and it's like it goes towards the kitchens which if you remember from the first episode the kitchens is a separate building and it like kind of runs around it and all of a sudden I hear like 16 girls screaming bloody murder because the kitchens they, they house a lot of people I think it's like I don't know if it's actually 16 but it might be up to 10 um just screaming bloody murder Turns out it was just her dad playing a <laughs> But he scared me too, though. So. Actually would have killed her dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's some yeah, shit Paul Chaney would do. Right. Yes, it is. Uh, there's a couple people in my office that love to hide behind shit and oh, just, no. and scare me. It's I been great. COVID's my... been great because I haven't seen them all, so I haven't been scared. <laughs> but I then my last dad week... doing that to me my whole life. And then he could be like, I don't know why you're always so jumpy. Because you're always fucking jumping at me. <laughs> What's funny is that Ashley is badass and she will fuck you up. But if you do jump scare her, you have a solid 10 seconds where she's just seizing <laughs> to, to run away before she starts swinging. Take advantage of those 10 seconds. Get your head start. This I know for a fact. <laughs> Ashley's never hated me more than when I scared the shit of her at the Stanley. I still hate you for that. <laughs> I so was we, crying in a corner. You were crying laughing. Does it really count as crying if you're laughing oh, about it? no, bitch was not crying laughing. Oh, you she was crying, cry? screaming, fuck, 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 <laughs> in Tourette's while shaking violently. And you think that's funny? It she was fucking it's hysterical. Bitch me that too. she made me cry. <laughs> and then <laughs> I had to bitch pee. Me <laughs> so she's still having Tourette's in the corner and I'm sitting there on the potty peeing. <laughs> I love how mom made herself laugh so hard she had to pee. She didn't even give you the chance to collect yourself. No. <laughs> no. Y'all, this, I'm gonna, you know what? I'll tell you what. Y'all motherfuckers are paying for my heart surgery when I have to have it because you're aging my heart. Making me do all this shit when I didn't want to do any of this shit in the first motherfucking place. Is that you pulling the friend card? Nope. No. That's just no. you doing the right thing. Oh, is it? When have I ever done the right thing? <laughs> the friend card is when we build her her guest house that's as big as a Stanley. Yeah, exactly. So that's what. So all this, just for this podcast we have, we owe Ashley a Stanley-sized guest house and <laughs> and to repair her through heart surgery when heart she gets older. Heart surgery. Yeah. It seems reasonable. Add the tummy tuck in there, too, because I have to eat a lot to cope with all the stress that y'all give me. Oh, God. Now we're paying for lap band surgery. <laughs> Not lap band, just dummy tuck. Do you need a breast reduction, too, so the vest can fit better? Well, I mean, that should just be covered by insurance because of my back. I mean, it should. You're not wrong. Ooh, Ian's going to be mad. <laughs> That's why I haven't had it yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, just let them get a little saggier, and then I'd be like, okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we had a great time at Myrtle's. Highly recommend it. Do we want to rate it? Myrtles? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, um, okay, but to be fair, their ratings, we didn't stay in the house. So we're not right. rating the house. We're rating our experience in the cabin. And the tour. Yeah, I just want to make sure they are yeah. aware. Because if we give it like a good five stars and they go in the roof house, the house is oh, yeah. dirty or outdated, we we don't know. We didn't yeah, get to see that's it. That's not what we're rating. Besides yeah. the day room, that's the only room we got to see. Rating our experience in the tour. Yes, okay. Um, I'm going to give, I'm going to give Myrtle's five, but I'm biased. I'm going to go ahead and tell you I'm biased five out of five. It's my first haunted experience. It's always going to hold a special place in my heart. The cabins are updated. They're adorable. I don't know if they're having an AC issue or if it's just a ghost issue. Also, uh, maybe I'm going to knock it down 0.25. So 4.75 because one of them absolutely a hundred percent because I did it. I'm guilty as fuck left a Ouija board under the couch. Yeah. I was going to rate it a four <laughs> because they don't. Let you bring a spirit board. Yeah. Um, they kind of want to control, which, as we know, mm-hmm. is not, that doesn't work. Yeah. So, um, but overall, it is a clean place as far as the cabins were when yeah. we were there. But the experience, is, yeah, the experience is great. The people there are great. Mm-hmm. The tour was great. Mm-hmm. So definitely a four star. Yeah. Oh, the tour. I guess I didn't really read the tour. I would I would say the tour is probably like a, I'd say a four. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just a house. It's short. I do think it's a little overpriced for the tour itself, honestly, because you're they don't bring you into the rooms, which where most of the haunted stuff happens. Uh, and two, um, they just kind of walk you through. The, the, the history is great. 
they walk you through, but there's not a lot of interactions. It's not an interactive tour, but we did have stuff happen, like when when our, the hair got pulled and tugging on the shirt. Yeah. And... They let you do stuff after. Right. Oh yeah, free to free to hunt the grounds like ghost hunts until you just can't do it anymore. Like yeah. that's cool. You can't go into the house think after like nine o'clock, but the grounds themselves you can you can ghost hunt until literally the sun comes up. They don't care. Yeah. Just be respectful. Don't be screaming and stuff. So, so to be clear, I'm a four. You're a. Um, I said I'm a four point seven five, and okay. and, and really, I only took the mark down because the Ouija board's there. So I, I probably brought some haunted, ghosty, demon, poltergeisty <laughs> shit, and it was already there. Ashley. Um, I think I'm gonna get. I think. Um, I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it five out of five. Yay! Yay! Scare the shit out of me. It was my first experience, and shit happened. Yeah, yeah, a lot of shit happened, the story, especially the, our stuff. I thought the tour was great. <clears throat> um, I've done a lot of home tours. You guys have to remember that. Like, I grew up doing home tours. <laughs> so I thought their home tour was fantastic. I thought they did a lot of um, information that you wouldn't normally know. Like, from a history standpoint, I never knew that if the door frame... Did we talk about this? I don't if think so. If the keyhole is upside down in the door that that is a superstition that ghosts will get confused and so they won't know how to open the door mm, if the keyhole that's is right. upside down and also they had a false door didn't they didn't they have a false door window that looks like it's like a door it's the yeah the the type of window it has on the top of the door frame mm-hmm. that that pattern as well another thing is the fleur de lis around the fence line and on the windows is to keep out bad spirits. Is it? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah so, so there's a lot of flirt just, We learned just a lot of history just going there. There was also a lot of stories to tell. I thought they told them all well. I didn't think it was very gimmicky. They did have two separate tours. They had the daytime tour, which is great for kids. And then they have the haunted tour that tells you a little bit of the deeper, darker uh, backgrounds, which I like personally, because if I bring my little girls there, they're not going to handle the scariness. No, um, but I like that there's the two options too. And if you do the daytime tour, you can still do the haunted tour at night and you learn different information. So it's, you still get good value out of even doing both tours. Um, I liked being able to do stuff on the ground. Um, I liked the cabin that we stayed in. At first, I was kind of bummed that we were going to stay in a newer cabin. Like, what's the point of staying in that? Like, you're not staying in the house. But yeah. the fact that the cabins are built where the old slave quarters used to be, I, I think, yeah, five out of five for me. I would recommend if anybody's interested in anything supernatural or spooky. Do Myrtles or, Plantation. Mm-hmm. Do Myrtles. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason it's listed as the number one most haunted plantation in the United States for a reason. Right, yeah. yeah. Great experience. And then we made our way to New Orleans, so we're going to do a New Orleans one next. Although we didn't do much hunting investigation, but we will talk about the tour because I, I think what we'll do in, in the New Orleans tour is that we're going to look at the, like, we'll think of the locations we went to and tell the background and the, the dark history that happened like in those places. LaLaurie. LaLaurie, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a New Orleans episode. So stay tuned because there's some really good, like, not good, it's all very bad, but all but some really interesting stories that come from New Orleans. Twisted and dark. Ooh, so bad. Love it. Yep. All right, we'll see you then. Bye, Toasties. All right, guys, it's Elena, and that just about wraps up our last episode. Make sure that you check out our Facebook group where we post videos, outtakes, and paranormal photos. And that, my friends, was a solid three-star shit show. Cheers Cheers to to that. that.